Welcome back to the Glacier Guys. I'm here with my co-host, Joey Fernandez. And we will be bringing you the latest sports news this past week. Um, I guess we could start with the Bears. Uh, yet another name is in the mix for a possible quarterback, and now it's Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hyped that his name's even being mentioned with the Bears, and that he's even, he would be willing to even consider them. I know, I was kind of surprised, because you saw a list of teams, it was Cowboys, Saints, I'm like, alright, those are pretty, like, storied franchises, they've had good quarterbacks. There was another team, and then... Raiders. The, yeah, the Raiders, and then the Bears, I'm like... I feel like, I don't know, I feel like all these stars are just giving us false senses of hope because, like, J.J. Oh, yeah. Watt with the Bears, Deshaun Watson with the Bears. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but um, I don't know. I just, I feel like we're at a point where we kind of need to give up the house or part of it to get a good quarterback. Yeah, I think I think it's worth it to give up a lot of our future assets and our current key pieces because without a quarterback, we're really not going to do anything no. But besides be mediocre like always right and unless you have i don't know the the only example i could really think of is like when peyton manning his last year with the broncos when they like smoked the yeah. panthers in the super bowl their defense was incredible and they they still had weapons on offense but i feel like the bears just i don't know we have a solid defense but like we didn't have something like that because Manning literally rode the coattails of that team. Yeah, I mean, but that happens like once every like what ten years. Yeah. Like, I mean, most of the time it's an off it's an offensive driven league. If mm-hmm. you're being honest, like defense obviously can carry you a little bit a couple a few games a year, but mm-hmm. when it comes to like at the end of the game in the fourth quarter, what's what's the defense gonna do for you? You exactly. know, that's where that's when you need a quarterback to do like to carry the weight of the and, team. And we saw that in the Super Bowl with how Mahomes struggled. I mean, when you don't have offensive linemen and everything, it was the the Buccaneers defense or offense just proved to be too much for the Chiefs defense. And it's not like they have a bad defense either. They just got overpowered. Yeah, I think I think that if we can find a way to get the cap space, find a way to maneuver around future assets and stuff like that, I think it is worth it to trade basically our future away for would, a quarterback who will be here for five plus years i'd agree i mean you give up i'd even be willing to give up someone like an akeem hicks yeah um, multiple first round draft picks mm-hmm. and i don't know maybe like a, a, a smaller piece on the defense or the offense and yeah I'd i be, think it would be worth it i'd be willing to give up one of jalen johnson or eddie jackson also yeah. to be honest with you Me because too. they they might be more like appealing to seattle because mm-hmm. they're younger pieces but right. either way they're gonna they're gonna have to find a way to maneuver this if russell wilson well if the seahawks ever become willing because mm-hmm. the seahawks have shown no sign of being willing to yeah. give them up yet but if somehow that relationship breaks apart i mean the Bears should be the first team on the phone right because i mean wilson did say like theoretically he wants to stay with the Seahawks but yeah. um I mean just we're we're basing this off a statement where he just gave like a few teams that he would excuse me that he wouldn't mind um going to but I mean now's now's the time for the Bears to make a move so mm-hmm. well I personally I'm a real optimistic fan so all I have to hear is the Bears name and Russell Wilson and I'm, I'm taking it and running with it yeah, so exactly <laughs> NBCS uh, Sports Chicago also thought the same, changing their name to Russ Talk. Yeah, so. and and they they changed their profile picture to literally a picture <laughs> of him. So yeah, they're they're on they're on board with us too. So I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe this starts to hype train, gets it going. 
Uh, didn't we see? We saw uh, Cordell Patterson. He, I think he posted a, a picture with Russell Wilson. Too, right? <laughs> he he's, did. He's back on his recruitment um, <laughs> activities, like he is every off season. But I wonder how Mitch feels. Like I wonder how the current Bears quarterbacks feel about their teammates just coming out and be like, "Hey, come on over here." You know? I mean, Nick Mitch Foles. Is like, come on, man. Nick Foles seems like kind of a. A pushover sort of guy. Oh, N- yeah, no offense, sure. but yeah. uh, Mitch. I mean, he's a free agent. He's he's free to he's free to do whatever he wants anyway. Yeah. So I mean, Pete Carroll, if you're seeing this, just do us do us one favor. Come on. Yeah, right. come on. You're you're getting up there too. I mean, <laughs> how many how many more years do you have left in the tank? To be honest, but uh, yeah. I mean, the Bears, dude. The stat that like uh, we both saw earlier this week were the only. I can't even wrap my head around this. We're the only franchise to never have a four thousand yard passer. That's unbelievable. And the owner, the first owner of our, our team, created the league. Like we're literally the oldest team, and we haven't had a. There's been multiple quarterbacks to have five thousand yard passing seasons. Like <laughs> I just don't understand. Someone, someone gave us a curse somewhere oh, along the line. There's gotta be. Yeah. Like I, I don't know who did something wrong to someone, but that something's not right with the Bears. I just we've never had it an elite or i'd even say really good quarterback in the history of our team which is just yeah. absurd we always had quarterbacks who like had the upside to be great like mitch and uh jay color yeah jay color for sure but like they never like completely put it together you know what i mean yeah. so like we just need i think we just at this point it's there's no point even like trying to find the next guy i think there's we just got to find a known commodity yeah we, we just got to go out there and kind of give up a lot for a good quarterback because yeah honestly it's, it, it is the most important position in football without what a doubt. Saying. like i i mean i know we have a, a a bad offensive line and all that but i i don't care at this point like uh taking a tackle at 20 is not as worth it as trading for russell wilson or deshaun watson honestly yeah, and if we if we do that, like I'd rather trade for a quarterback like that and then use our draft picks to get offensive linemen as opposed to like moving up a little or staying in the same place getting a, a Kyle Trask, you know? Like yeah. that there's still that's the Bears way though. That's it's uncertainty. They're like, Oh, this guy's a lot of upside and then he doesn't pan out or we <laughs> just waste his career. Yeah, I mean part of me hopes that the Bears can trade away the first round pick this year obviously but trade for i mean uh, hold on to their second this year and then take maybe a tackle or a guard depending on what's available Mm -hmm. and then hopefully they can ride with the team like that i mean but the sad thing that if we do trade for a quarterback we probably don't keep Allen robinson just because of the cap hit that would come with the franchise tag yeah yeah that's very true unless unless like a big salary is being unloaded like Robert Quinn gets traded for seven first round picks. That would, I I would not be opposed <laughs> to that after last year's performance. I mean, I'm just kidding. I I don't think I don't even think he would get traded for like a fifth rounder. Honestly, yeah, one fifth round pick. <laughs> it would be like a conditional sixth rounder. Honestly, I mean, kind of speaking of that, we released Buster Scream, but what do we save? Two million dollars. Yeah, I mean, shaves shaves a little bit off the deficit. In but the in the grand scheme of things, I mean, it's just. I don't know. Yeah, he, not too much. Uh, and credit to Buster Screen though. He's a solid player uh, with his tenure at the Bears. He was a little injured last year, but I mean, he was decent. I I think that we can definitely fill that hole in the draft, maybe like the fourth, fifth round, but nothing, nothing too crazy. For though. sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he served his purpose here, but he was he was never one of our elite defenders. You know, I no. liked him, but yeah, he, he he definitely made some mistakes on the field as well. Yeah. He he was he was okay. I mean, that's that's all we expected out of him. That's all we got. Right. Not too bad. Um, um, I mean, we're kind of in the same situation with Deshaun Watson, but yeah, w- 
I'm just trying to think if either is even like realistic at this point. I that uh well the clip of Lewis Riddick and uh a Jeff Darlington, I believe, mm. on ESPN, that kinda gave me hope a little bit, I'm not oh, gonna yeah. lie. Oh yeah. Because Deshaun Watson's out. Like I don't whatever Nick Casario says, Jack Easterby like I I don't care what they say at this point. Like he's out. Like right. he he refuses to come back unless right. like they come with come to his door with a bas- like with a basket of chocolates and like uh, a bouquet of flowers every I, morning. I maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't see how that relationship gets fixed. Honestly, I don't yeah, um, yeah. I don't. It's just like this is the first year. I mean, there's always hope in the off season, but like we have so many. We just have options now at quarterback, and like we need to just do something. Yeah, I mean, I know Dak's a pipe pipe dream too. Uh, that would be nice, but I think my number one guy right now is Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'd say so too. Um, because he's the most plausible out of all of them. So right, right, yeah. I and mean, I could see that happening above Russell Wilson for sure because yeah. he like I, it's kind of known that Watson does not want to stay in Houston. Yeah, he's willing to hold out and get fined every day to just to not be there anymore. Yeah. I mean. Like, Houston's got to let him go. There's no way they just let him sit there and take fines and not have a quarterback. You could might as well just take picks before the draft, you know? Yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, and then with Mitch, I don't – the Bears kind of, are kind of leaving the door open, like, to, like, yeah. a, oh, there's, like, a 1% chance that he comes back. But. Yeah. Personally, I think they're just doing, like, that – I don't. I don't know what how what to call it. I I want to say like due diligence, but mm-hmm. like I don't think it's that. I think they're just trying to like make it seem like there's a chance, like they're gonna talk to Mitch's camp. But I think both sides just kind of know, like they're just nodding their head at each yeah. other, like see ya. Or it could be a thing where they want to like stay mysterious and uncertain for I guess the rest of the teams. I don't know. Yeah, but I maybe don't think, that too. I don't think there's a big calling out there for um, teams that want us are dying to sign Mitch as their next quarterback. True. It could be leverage in like a trade though. Like oh we're we're willing to keep our guy like we don't we don't have to do this trade with right. you guys you know what i mean and then as soon as like we trade him we're like all right we're, <laughs> we're good we're, but he's a free agent right now right yeah so okay. he he wouldn't be involved in any trades or anything right. like that but they're just keeping the door open for maybe re-signing him and like say that we have a table we have a a trade on the table we for sign the him we, we we trade him immediately <laughs> after <laughs> the that old nba sign and trade oh yes <laughs> oh yes um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what we do. Personally, with the ownership and just the way the Bears have gone, if I had to predict what would happen, I don't know. I could see us drafting like a Kyle Trask or something. But Yeah, I... What would your prediction be for <laughs> what's actually going to happen? My realistic prediction or yes. my optimistic prediction? Let's, get, let's hear both. Okay, my optimistic is Deshaun Watson under center first week. Okay. My realistic prediction, Nick Foles is starting week one. <sighs> Bro, I would. That's gonna be so depressing to see like that. Yeah, I feel like the defense is just gonna be on the sideline. Like, what are we doing? If here? I see Nick Foles with that visor ever on the field again for the Bears, I want us to lose every game. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think there's any point of trying to win seven games. I really don't. No, it's 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 like we're stuck in a limbo. It's either you tank or or you you kind of just shoot for the stars, you know? Yeah. But I mean, these last two seasons, eight and eight. I mean. We made the playoffs. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was a Mickey Mouse playoff we, spot, if I'm being we, honest. The, or our, Nickelodeon our, playoff our spot. MVP, Mitch <laughs> Trubisky. That's yes. got to add some value, right? <laughs> I'd um, say so. And we scored our only touchdown as time was expiring. <laughs> Jimmy Grant left the field, didn't even stay for the extra point. Great he catch, just, by the way. <laughs> that was a fantastic catch, yeah. 
And I think they, they slimed up the end zone for that one on, <laughs> they on did. Nick. They so did. that was pretty sick. Uh, Javon Wims, do you think we're going to see him back? I don't even know what uh, his contract's like. He was a seventh rounder. I mean, I don't know if he's still under contract or not, but I don't see a reason He's to. just, I mean, he's only known for two things, and he's it's dropping that pass and punching a player in the face. Yeah. So. He'll probably find another team after this. But and looking like Playboy Cardi a little bit. <laughs> he does look like Playboy Cardi, that yeah. is true. Uh, yeah, I think he's gone. I think I think Darnell Mooney and Anthony Miller maybe are one and two next year, honestly. Unless we draft one. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Could take yeah, a shot. Right, if, if we do trade for a quarterback, I mean, are we even going to be able to franchise tag Allen Robinson? I, I highly doubt it because he, the franchise tag will be around $20 million, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, mm-hmm. but that's still a lot of money. Right. And we don't really have that kind of cap right now to just kind of throw that around. I don't I don't know how the salary cap works with like going over with the franchise tag. We may be able to do that, but we won't be able to sign a single soul besides them too. And if, if we do like all right, realistically, if we have like a Nick Foles or a Kyle Trask week one, you think Allen Robinson is going to want to play for the Bears? Like, honestly. No, but I think in that situation, he does get franchise tagged and yeah. we shop him. Yeah. But like, that doesn't, I mean, I guess that makes me feel a little bit better than letting him walk for nothing, but right. like, how much better, you know? Yeah. When we could have gone out and got a quarterback, you know? So. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Like, we could have handled this situation so much better, not paying Robert Quinn and maybe paying uh, an offensive lineman or something like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of different situations we could have done differently. Robert Quinn took whose place? Leonard Floyd? Yes. Uh, yeah. And then he popped off with the Rams, but he's, yeah, he's in getting, a very good system. Getting paid less money. Yes, he uh, he definitely had a lot of cleanup sacks, but he still played better than Quinn. Oh, yeah. He played much better. Because <laughs> he's still decent better. in the run game. Robert Quinn just didn't show a lot of effort in a lot of plays, I, you could tell. I mean, he had a few decent games towards the end of the season, but, like, it's yeah. not what we signed him for. There was quite a few snaps where he's just on the floor and the lineman just sitting on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't remind me. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I always hope for the best as a Bears fan, but it's kind of hard to at this point. Yeah. I, it's a... Uh I've grown up fast as a Bears fan. Oh as yeah, a, me too. As a kid, I always always thought we had a chance, but well, with Jay, we'd start out like six and one, seven and one. Then yeah. he then he gets injured, and then we just go downhill. <laughs> An offensive guru, Mark Tressman. Oh yes, <laughs> what was he here for two seasons? I think. Yep, best offense in Bears history. Best offense in CFL history. <laughs> That is true. Didn't translate too well. <laughs> but uh, moving on from the Bears, we could, we could talk about J.J. Watt going to Arizona. Um, yeah. Kind of just came out of nowhere and posted a picture of him lifting <laughs> with the shirt on. That was just, just odd. I mean, man, he could have done it in so many cool, more, like, cool ways. Yeah. I mean, like, he could have done the it like The picture wasn't even that sweet either. It was <laughs> like kind of just... High school recruitment videos yeah. where they, like, at the end of the video, they have, like, the jersey on and yeah. they're, like... Go blue, <laughs> or he could have sat down and like picked a hat or something. Yeah, like a like a when a, when a high school player is choosing what college they're gonna pick, but like it was pretty anticlimactic. I feel good for. I mean, obviously DeAndre Hopkins is happy because they have oh, chemistry. Yeah. So. I, we we did allude to that in uh, a few podcasts ago about mm-hmm. uh, Hopkins posting that picture saying like they need to run it back or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I guess uh, DeAndre Hopkins is the best player GM in the league. Yeah, and then he posted that video that the life is good, you know what I mean? <laughs> Future. And then um, there was something I saw on ESPN. It was either this morning or last night that Kyler Murray's already texting JJY reaching out, and they're like, yeah. they're already 
they're, they're just ready to go. He I had mean, a picture with them, I believe, when he was a senior in high school that mm-hmm. he posted. That's that's pretty cool. I think he... Oh, J.J. Watt said something about like he, the only reason he came is because he believed in him or something. Yes, like I yeah. did see that. Uh, I mean, that's that's a great sign. I think mm-hmm. I think that team uh, has a probably... I think that team would probably have a good locker room, just just judging. Oh, yeah, for they sure. They have a young coach who seems like he would be hip mm-hmm. in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, they got guys like D-Hop and J.J. who played together. And, and, uh, I mean, having Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt, like, they have the two most sacks since 2012. Yeah. So, I, I feel, I mean, if, Pretty I were, nasty. if I were Russell Wilson, I wouldn't want to stay in that division, you know? <laughs> hint, hint. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, if they get Hassan Reddick, too, I don't know what their cap space is looking like, but mm-hmm. if they can get Hassan Reddick back, who had over 10 sacks last year, that would be, it's a pretty nasty pass rush if you ask me. Oh, yeah, me. for sure. For I mean, sure. No doubt. Maybe another interior guy, and they're uh, they're looking pretty stacked up there. I mean, yeah. That, um, the Cardinals, the, so you got the Niners who are going to probably bounce back a little bit, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think they eat easily to win the division next year. Oh, yeah. And then, um, who, I'm blanking right the now. The Rams with Stafford. Rams with Stafford. They're going to be a better team. Retaining like, no most doubt. of their team. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And they're then, definitely going to be better. Uh, the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. If maybe, he's not on the Bears. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if he's not on the Bears. I mean, the Seahawks are going to be decent regardless. So, you like, know? where's where's the last place team in that division? <laughs> Honestly, looking at it now, I I might say the Niners, but, like, they could just – is Jimmy G going to be there next year? Yeah, right. Nobody For, knows. I mean, they, they committed to him, but, like – they have a decent pick in the draft. Maybe, uh, maybe like Justin Fields falls, and then maybe Trey Lance falls. And then that who would knows? be wild. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. Every I feel like every draft there's like one quarterback that'll just slip a little more than and he expected to. Their team got mauled by injuries last year on defense. So yeah. They they when they're healthy, I think they have one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. That and they didn't have George Kittle for a lot of last year. That's too, true. So like. And he's basically a wide receiver one. Yeah. And they just need a quarterback that's not going to screw things up because right. Kyle Shanahan's going to have guys just sitting wide open anyway. Because mm-hmm. and. They're gonna have a, a healthy Ayuk and a healthy Debo. Like they, yeah, they there hasn't been many speed. games of them too. They have speedy running backs too, right? Oh yeah, Raheem Mostert, mm-hmm. Tevin Coleman, oh, all yeah. those boys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they just find guys. They they'll probably draft one in like the sixth round that oh, just yeah. runs a four three yeah. flat. No one even heard of. And that's the only thing he's known for. He probably is <laughs> a forty four inch vert or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, just ultra athlete. He's just going out there juking hurdle and running past yeah. guys. But I mean. The the fact that now they have to play the Cardinals with J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones, that gives us another reason to hope that Russell Wilson's coming here next yeah. year. <laughs> a big thing for the 49ers, too, that I want to add is uh, it depends on whether or not they re-sign uh, Trent Williams because he was yeah. the best tackle in football last year, but oh, he's yeah. a free agent, so who knows? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the NFL pans out this year. I mean, we've already seen – there was talks like this might be the biggest offseason for, like, quarterbacks moving around between teams but i feel like there hasn't been a a whole lot going on yet you know who knows though because free agency hasn't technically started yeah but that is a crazy thing to say when tom brady was a free agent last year you know what i mean like that that's saying something right right i mean we've seen we've seen carson once go to indy we've seen Matthew uh, Stafford and Jared Goff could trade it for each other. That is true. I didn't think about those moves. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And then Russell Wilson is rumored. Who knows? Uh, Deshaun Watson. I mean, I'd say it's a safe bet to say he's going to be traded. I mean, Houston's uh, just, I don't know what's been going on in Houston the last year and a half. Yeah. But. And then Dak is asking for right under Mahomes' money. So uh, he, 
I mean, I, I see him getting franchised, but he's looking for a long-term deal. He's technically a free agent. Oh, yeah. Uh, who I wouldn't mind if there? the Bears went out and got Dak, to be honest with you. But we would have to pay him a fortune. Like Oregon stud Marcus Mariota is okay. technically available for trade. That would, I mean, yeah. That would basically, that honestly, that would be like getting Mitch back. That's what I feel like that would be. <laughs> like, Well, yeah, I mean, just... Yeah, I mean, what what else would I mean? Like, what's our op- what's our upside when that happens? I, nothing. Throwing what the coolest thing we're gonna see is throwing a touchdown pass to himself. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you look up that Marcus might, Mariota career highlights, it's just that video on a loop. That might be, that might happen once when he's here, and I mean, that would be pretty cool <laughs> to see. So, that's worth buying a jersey over. I'd say. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, f- there's a lot of uncertainty right now with the NFL, but um. We'll see what happens. There's still a lot of time. When does free agency start? Um, right before the draft, I okay. believe. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's changed or not because of COVID. Because the draft is usually like March, but mm-hmm. they got pushed back to like June, May. So okay, it's kind of brutal. Yeah, we'll see what happens. There's still some time. Um, yeah. we can move into some MLB spring training started. Um, yeah. has got the boys playing. Oh yeah, Vaughn, man. Goes deep in his first game. Yep. He, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that that's what you expect out of a guy like oh, that. Yeah. The first game draws two walks. The second game goes deep. I mean, that's that's exactly the kind of stat line you're looking for from yeah. him. Um, I mean, right now he's looking like a great DH. It's <laughs> it's kind of too hard to tell because we're only three games into spring training. But, yep. man, that's just that just seeing him go yard, that was such a just like – I don't know, confidence booster, I he's, feel like. He's so willing he's so willing to wait for his pitch. That's what that's why I think the best part about him is. Oh, that's yeah. why Yeah, his plate discipline. Like we said in the last podcast, it's fantastic. Yeah, he just waits for that he waits for that moment to strike. He uh he'll he'll take a few walks, so uh maybe uh fight off a few uh two strike counts. Mm-hmm. But when uh, when he gets that pitch over the middle, it's gonna it's gonna go and then uh, Giolito's first game, outside of that solo shot that he gave up, I mean, he struck out four yeah. in two innings. He l- he looked really good. So. Yeah, you're just looking for the stuff, honestly. Like, I mean, you're just looking for control and stuff at that point. You're mm-hmm. not really looking for crazy results just because it's it's spring training. I yeah, mean, exactly. it's his first start. It's early, so. Yeah, he's probably not even sitting at, the like, the velo that he wants to sit at right now anyway, mm-hmm. like. His slider probably isn't breaking as much as he wants it to yet. I right. mean, everybody's kind of just working out the kinks, getting everything ready exactly. for the season. So, yeah, I mean, like, there's sometimes there's guys working on stuff and mm-hmm. you don't even know it, and uh, they they won't tell you obviously. But like a, a few years ago, I believe, uh, I don't know who it was. I think it was Wade Davis. He was uh he mm-hmm. he went out there and he gave Wade up like Davis. he gave up like five home runs. And uh, he he literally just threw every he threw fastballs the whole inning. He threw like twenty five fastballs was in, in spring training. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't tell anyone that he was going to do that, that's, but he was just working on his fastball. That's so funny. <laughs> and it, at that point, it's like it doesn't it's not against your stats, so who cares? No, I mean you're just you're just trying to get ready. That's all. Exactly. That's not a huge deal. Yeah, and then uh, some other some other key things I wanted to talk about today. Actually, as we were filming it, uh, number one prospect Wander Franco mm. just had an absolute bomb. Really? <laughs> yeah. No doubt, home run. Oh my gosh! Pretty, uh, pretty nice clip. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, another, another key. Well, not another key, but another uh, cool moment I thought was uh, Hunter Green coming back. He was uh, a first round pick a few years ago to the mm-hmm. Cincinnati Reds uh, out of high school, and uh, he he has probably the best arm in pro baseball as a pitcher. 
Uh, he he came out and threw 101, 102, and then 103. Sheesh. Just easy, easy speed. Yeah. Thought that was something you should touch on, or we should touch on. But uh, besides that, nothing nothing too crazy no, uh, going I mean, on spring training. Like we said, it's we're only, what, the White Sox at least are only three games into spring training. So, like, yeah, it's too early to, to, to tell. Make any observations. Yeah, right, yeah. right. But Vaughn's looking good so far. Yeah. I, guess, I guess that's one observation that we've already made, but you could definitely make a case for that. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing that happened, I guess, was Abreu getting, uh, Abreu coming up to the plate with bases loaded <laughs> in one of the games, and then uh, the co- the other coach in the Rangers ending the inning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They took <laughs> the some heat for that. Booing. <laughs> yeah, Larusa, I guess he he cut an inning short too as well, and then he was catching some heat from the fans. He's like, yeah, we don't plan on doing that anymore. Yeah. I get they're trying to protect. The the pitchers and everything but that's you know bush you gotta league. you gotta you gotta appease the fans that's why you're playing the game <laughs> bush league in my opinion i agree too yeah it's just like, I, yeah. what are we doing here i it's mean it's bad like, enough that they're playing only six innings and the games can end in ties but you're just gonna <laughs> cut the inning off like i mean we saw tatis just hit a grand slam like that's what you want to see exactly abreu the former al mvps up to bat they're like yeah we're not gonna give him the chance yeah it's kind of brutal but it's whatever i mean he uh he did hit a double in that game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's so. already had a two hit game. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, yeah. Picking so up right where he left off. Teams looking, teams looking strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to see more in a spring training to see if there's any guys that are gonna make a run for the team. So one guy that I could see doing uh making making some noise is uh Cade McClure, mm-hmm. uh who's a- actually from uh Mentor, Ohio. Really? Yeah, he grew up as good friends with Mitch Trubisky. Actually. Oh. I don't like that tie. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that connection, to be honest. But uh, he's a good character guy for sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Cl- Cade McClure. It's a it's a name to look out for, guys. Cade just, just throwing that out there. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, three games so far, n- no wins. You know, I'm sweating in my boots a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, like like we said, it's just for it's just working out the kinks in spring training and. As time goes on, I mean, we have another month until the regular season. I think April 1st is the first game. Uh-huh. So it'll be interesting to see how this, the rest of spring training goes. Yeah. And the and the guys, I mean, LaRusse is already just bringing energy to the clubhouse, and it seems like all the guys are on the same page, oh, him, which yeah. is very important. He's uh, he's preached uh, how he wants to keep the intensity up in spring training because mm-hmm. it carries on to the regular season. Yeah. I think. Pujols came up to Eloy and he's like, it's, "This is the best manager I've ever had," or or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he he definitely was. I think he he told one of the players. I don't know if it was Abreu or Eloy. Mm-hmm. He said uh, he said have uh two days with Tony and then uh let me know how he is. Yeah, because he he knows. I mean he that was his guy. Yeah, and I mean they won a World Series together, so it's like exactly. Uh, I think yeah, I think he'll uh, do really well. Yeah, honestly. me too. Me too. I'm um, com- I'm coming around to uh, Larusa for sure. Yeah, we could uh, we could touch on the Blackhawks a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, oh my gosh, man! I'm just I'm so <laughs> happy right now. After that last Subban start where he gave up, I think it, we lost five to three. I was a little like, all right, he's our backup, so whatever. Next game we come in, Lankin in seven to two. Kane gets his 400th goal. On it. I don't know. We're just on fire right now. Yeah. I, I don't know what else was, to say. Was there anyone better to do it against than the Red Wings? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they used to be in our division before all the um, divisions and conferences kind of got scrambled up. Yeah. And they were like our our rival, you know? Yeah. And it's still our, our Midwest 
you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that's Always those good two to have teams. Some bragging rights. Those two teams have played each other more than any two teams in the history of hockey. Exactly. So, um, even despite the Red Wings not being that great of a team anymore, it's just it just feels good to be <laughs> a team like that. Always. It's always a little satisfying. I feel like. And they are in our division this this season just because of COVID and everything getting scrambled. But um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't. We're just we just look fantastic right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. Seven and three in our last ten. Um, All right, I'm gonna pose this question to you. Uh, I know they're in fourth place right now, and mm-hmm. is it top three that makes it? I want to say it's top four. Top four. Okay. I so yeah. Well, do you think there's any chance that they could uh they could make a way up to two or three? Um, I I'd say. Yeah, to be honest with you, because the Hurricanes, they're a pretty good team. The Panthers are kind of just starting off hot. Like, they have Coach Quenville as their coach, former Blackhawks coach. So, he's going to go in and make an impact. But I could see us overtaking the Panthers and the Hurricanes, to be honest with you. Okay. Lightning, I feel like, are untouchable. I mean, so, they're just just—they're fantastic. They're, their goal differential is already plus 32. Like, that's <laughs> unheard of for the, well, at this point in the season. That carries on to my next question. Uh, do you think... What what do you think best case scenario is with this uh, lightning series coming out? Um, we're playing them five times. I'd I, my prediction would be we beat them twice. Okay. Like, to be honest with you, um, we we have had the hot hand lately, but I mean they have too. They won they've won five in a row. They're fifteen four and one. They're just they're going to be the best team in the league. I'd say at the end of the season they're probably gonna have the most points. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just the last couple of years, they've been fantastic. They have a great goalie. They have a great offense. Best offense in the league by far. Um, yeah, it's hard to deny the reigning champs, you know. Maple Leafs are going off, too. They have a 26-goal differential, but Lightning lead the league with 32. I mean, they've played 20 games, and they're already plus 32 in goals. That's actually hard to believe. That's that's crazy. Yeah. And the Hawks, are they're only plus five because we've had a few games where we lost by a substantial amount of goals. But, um, yeah. Yeah, we're just winning like scrappy games, close, close scoring games. Obviously, outside of that last one, but Kane is Kane's literally putting up MVP numbers right now. Like he's on pace to have the most points in a season in his entire career, which That's is crazy, ridiculous. At, I mean, at age thirty-two, I mean, which isn't insanely old, and he does play like a style of hockey where that's not too physical, so he saves his body. Ageless, but like, yeah, he could. I mean, I could see him doing this into his early forties, just by the way that he plays. Yeah, him and uh. Him and Crosby have no end in sight. I oh think. yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, uh, like a McDavid type too. He's he's gonna yeah. be around forever. McDavid flies. Oh like, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's dude. He's something like I've never seen before, honestly. Yeah, when we played them, I mean, we beat them in that mini series to get into the playoffs. But like, Cros- or not Crosby, McDavid was just flying past yeah. everyone. They honestly, they would have beat us if they weren't real, so reliant on the power play. But oh yeah, it's for sure. I'll take the I'll take the win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely bragging rights in the. Uh, looking back at that but um yeah man hawks have a hawks have a um very young team and some of these players are finally coming around we still have doc out we still have a veteran defensive player seabrook's out our captain is nowhere to be found i don't know what's happening with that i don't think anybody does that's no no it's kind of making me nervous but um kershev's uh stepped up pretty well though yep yep from kubalik starting to come around a little bit from last year yeah that's that's a big step and then Dabrinkit's obviously playing a lot better this year. Oh yeah, he uh, started out a little slow this season, but he's had like seven 
He had seven goals in the last 12 games or something, which is very good. Yeah. Um, Kane just doesn't miss a beat. I feel like every every game he has two or three points. It's just like – Yeah, I mean, it's just clockwork at this point. At this point, people say, like, I guess he doesn't have the character to be a captain, but right now he is this, the captain of this team. Like, he's, yeah. he's the go-to guy in every situation. No matter what his character is, you follow suit with a guy like that. I mean, oh, yeah. you just see the way he works in practice and That's the way why he goes, does, goes about his work. Yeah, him and, him and Keith are assistant captains. Keith's 37 leading the team in ice time. I don't even know how that, that's like LeBron. <laughs> that's like what LeBron's doing in the NBA right now. He's you know? just, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's skating everywhere, man. I, I mean, know. like, I don't, like, he, he doesn't, I mean, he's slowed up a little bit, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's 37, but like, he's still pretty good. I this mean, year, he's, it looks like there's a pep in his step compared to the last couple of seasons. I don't know what yeah. happened. Maybe it's the flow, but yeah, his hair is immaculate. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, Keith, I don't know, man. Him and him and Kane are just looking like the best. I wouldn't say Keith's looking the best that he has ever been, but like compared to the last couple of years, he's definitely doing yeah. better. And then Kane, I mean, he's just improving. I don't, I don't, I don't see him. He said that he wants to finish his career in Buffalo, but I'm pretty confident that he's gonna stay here for the rest of his career, especially yeah. if Taze comes back. I mean, I'm. We still don't know what's going on with that, but um, hoping for the best, obviously. Yeah, hopefully. I that would that would suck to see him go. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens. Blackhawks hockey's just better with Jonathan Taze. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. He's he's been our leader. He was the youngest captain in the NHL history until McDavid, I believe. So I think he's the second youngest captain ever. And he was he was definitely the youngest captain in the history of the Blackhawks. I think he was nineteen or twenty years old when he became captain and mm-hmm. he's just like him and Kane are just the face of the Blackhawks. No no doubt about that. Yeah. And then Lankinen, I mean, had f- he saved 44 of 46 the other night when we won 7 to 2. He's just like he has a few weaknesses like above that right shoulder kind of Crawford kind of had that blocker side or I don't yeah. know if it, I can't remember if it was blocker or glove side, but he he had a weakness. Like this is Lankinen's first year as a starter. Like he has time to correct that and he's just been fantastic so far. Yeah. I mean, definitely a pleasant surprise. I I like I've preached before. I just don't understand how he's the third goalie to get a shot. But yeah, and we've had him in our, we've had him in our farm system for like three, two or three years. I just, I, I'm wondering if he kind of just like came out of nowhere and broke onto the scene. Like he wasn't doing that much yeah. in the AHL. He just kind of stepped it up once he made the pros. But I mean, Delia has, he was our second goalie, and and we just assigned him to Rockford to go back down to the minors. So yeah. And then Subban, he's been all right as a backup. He's he has really good games. He had a shutout, and then like the other night, he gave up five goals. So yeah, he's a little inconsistent, but mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what you expect from, from a backup, backup in yeah. like any sport, any position. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, if the defense can stay playing how they have been, which is much better than last year, last two years. Um, I don't know. I could easily. I think we'll easily make the playoffs this year just by, based off the way we're playing. But um. Getting somebody like Doc back towards the end of the season, Seabrook, even Taze, I mean, sky's the limit for this team outside of the Lightning. I don't know if we can get past a team like them, but, I mean, we're we're right now we're playing like a top-five team in the league. So it's been great to see. Yep, for so, sure. Moving on from the Blackhawks, we could talk about the Bulls a little bit um, and the rest of the NBA, of course. But um, Yeah. 
Um, Bulls show like little glimmers of hope in like three, four game stretches, and then we kind of get exposed just for being young and inexperienced. I'd say. Yeah, exactly. I think I think they're they're just a young team that's gonna that's gonna happen. Stuff like that's gonna happen to them. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, they're they're gonna have games where a few rookies play, or not a few rookies, a few young players play good, and then they'll have other games where guys like Kobe White will go two for 15 and yeah. like Wendell Carter will have three turnovers and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. It just, it's just going to happen. Like right. that, that's why if we make the playoffs, I wouldn't expect too much obviously, but it would, I guess it would be cool to see the bulls in the playoffs. It's, but is it teams six through 10 or seven through 10 have a play in for like, it's like a play like in turn. Yeah. yeah. Right now we're, we're sitting 10th, but like we were just the six seed like a day or two ago. So it's yeah. like all those, all these teams are going to bounce around. And theoretically, like, say we do make the playoffs, which we should, I don't see us getting past a 76ers, Nets, Bucks, Celtics, Raptors. No like, chance. I mean, I, I only the only reason I would want to make it is just to see Zach Levine in the playoffs, mm-hmm. just to see like how he performs. Yeah, yeah, just to give these guys a little taste of the playoffs, a little bit yeah, of experience. Yeah, exactly. But a part of me wouldn't be that mad if we fell down to the 13th seed. <laughs> yeah, just for excuse me just for a better um draft pick and yeah i mean it's just nice hearing that like all the jim boylan headlines from last year like between his his relationships with players it's just nice seeing that we have a coach that players actually are trusting you know i yeah i think we just need like a a Cade cunningham type or a jalen suggs type just to Mm -hmm. uh luck into our uh onto our team and then that jump starts our rebuild you know yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just don't see us being like a bottom three, four team no, this year. No, I don't either. In, in but, the East. but who knows? Maybe they just that's true. Say uh, Zach Levine, take a rest <laughs> for a few games. Yeah, yeah, I could see something like that happen. Definitely, but maybe I don't know how AK runs his team because it's obviously his first first year doing it. So mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what kind of kind of executive he is. Right. So we'll have to find out. I mean. I wouldn't be mad if they went if they won though, so I'm not I'm not gonna root for the tank it's, in this scenario. Yeah, it's kind of a win win like for fans I'd say right now. Yeah, I think the worst case is like we fall right out of the play in and then like like probably the eleven spot I'd be a little disappointed. Oh it's in like, the draft, why? yeah. Like why? Like I don't see I don't see the reason for not making the playoffs and then barely getting in the maybe not even getting in the top five. So. Right. Yeah. We've I mean we've dropped two in a row, but I mean team like the Suns that we just lost to, they're they're going crazy right now. Yeah, the Suns are second in the West. That's actually insane to think about. With yeah. like everybody, after every year, they're like, "Oh, the West, you know, better, so much better than the East." And then you have Phoenix in second place. I mean, it's kind of the Chris Paul effect, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. I think Phoenix is playing extremely well, mm-hmm. honestly. And uh, I think I think it all attributes to Chris Paul, obviously making the team a lot better. And then guys like Devin Booker and Aiton getting continuing to get better. Yeah, also, Aiton so. is just like I remember after his first season, people had doubts about him, but he's just continuously gotten better. Yeah, he's he's a really solid player. I like mm-hmm. him. I don't know if he'll ever have like uh, superstar potential, but I think he'll have a solid All Star potential. Mm-hmm. You know? For sure. Which and then is you, fine. Frank Kaminsky's coming off the bench. She's doing all right. Yeah. Uh, I've always been a Frank Kaminsky guy because he's a known White Sox fan. He goes to the games and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Where is he? Do you know where he's from, like, exactly? Uh, in Illinois? Or? Naperville, okay. I believe. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, another team that's just completely – I mean, we expected them to be good, but, like, 27-8 and eight 
Jazz. Yeah, they're like number one seed in the West. I I forgot how many straight games they won, but um, was I think it was around fifteen. They're just like I don't know. They're they're losing some games, but like you can't win every game, obviously. Yeah. Um, they're they're just going off for, I don't know what the reason is to be honest. Like Donovan they, Mitchell, they they're an extremely well coached team. Mm-hmm. Quinn Schneider's always done a good job with them. Like just they've they've always been solid. But then, I don't know this year maybe like Mike Conley another year in the system clicked better with Donovan and mm-hmm. Rudy. I'm not oh, Jordan really Clarkson's sure. having a career year as yeah, well. Yeah, him too. He's actually um, coming around for once. Yeah, I mean they have solid players. I mean they don't they. Joe Ingles, Derek Favors. Yeah, I mean, nothing too crazy, but, like, they're a good team. I, I respect them because they, they play sound basketball. They no, they don't really have any, like, two ball-crazy guys. Yeah, I mean, Donovan hogs. Mitchell is cool with catching catching and shooting, you know? But he is the star of that team, you know? He needs oh, to yeah. Do, he needs to do a little bit of that for sure. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, but they remind me of, like, a, a very well-coached, like, like a – a team like the Spurs, you know, yeah, I, th- I was thinking very, the same thing. very reminiscent of a Spurs team. Yeah. Rudy Gobert, obviously, one of the best defensive players in the league too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, it's it's crazy. This the West is pretty solid this year, though. I mm-hmm. will say because a team like the Nuggets being the seventh seed is kind of ridiculous, yeah. honestly. Yeah, because a team like the Nuggets, could, I could honestly see them beating the Suns or the Jazz if they are the seventh or eighth seed. Oh no doubt, yeah. Nuggets were they made it to the conference finals, right? Yeah, they uh. They they played the Lakers pretty close last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't beat them obviously, but they came back from a three one deficit against the Clippers last year in the second round. So yeah, they're they're definitely a tried and true. And Jokic is, I mean, almost unguardable. Yeah. it's it's weird to say that for the way he plays. All but. the memes of him like, <laughs> oh, you have a five game winning streak. It would be a shame if. And it's like a, a pudgy picture of him when he was a kid. Like <laughs> it is kind of funny to see a guy that's not the most athletic, not not doesn't have the best footwork or athleticism. He just knows how to get it done. Yeah, he he just shoots over guys. I don't understand how, but he does. Uh, yeah. And then you got a team like the Warriors sitting at the eighth seed, who were just like a few years ago, just like the team to beat every mm-hmm. single year like overpowering everyone but now it's just Steph running the show. I was about to say that just it goes to show how important Steph is to the league and honestly to his team. Like he just has a crazy effect on the game and itself in general. He's a great player. Yeah. Arguably I, top 5. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I a lot of people had doubts with Steph obviously just because of the you know, carried by Clay, carried by Clay. I mean, yeah, carried by Clay, carried by Katie. I mean, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, he's obviously showing that he's he's a former MVP. Right, he's and an All NBA type player. Draymond's taking a step up. I mean, he's made some boneheaded moves, but that's kind of just what comes yeah, with Draymond. He's gonna Green. get his texts. He's gonna get his fines. He's he's gonna do things like that. He's argues just, the refs. Yeah, he just does what he wants. But like, he's he's had more of a leadership role, but. Without Clay and KD, I mean, this is really good for Steph's legacy. I'd say. You yeah, know, he's, definitely. He's especially if that they, he could lead a team single-handedly. Especially if they can sneak out the eight seed and potentially upset a Jazz team. Who knows? That would be. I. I mean, it's 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 realistic. If the Jazz do finish there, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see when Anthony Davis comes back. Because if he mm-hmm. comes back relatively soon, the Lakers would have. No trouble moving back into the one seed, I'd say, but um. Yeah, it depends how much time left in the season, but mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, I think 
I think the Warriors, it wouldn't be the worst thing to fall out of the playoffs and get another decent pick because they got James Wiseman this year, who's a very good piece, and then they'll have Clay next year again. That I mean, all they need is one more young player, and then that seems kind of very good. Oh yeah, I'd say I'd say the same. I mean, they have Andrew Wiggins, who's fairly young, right, mid twenties. Yeah, they got Andrew Wiggins, Draymond, Clay, Steph, Wiseman, Kelly Oubre. Yeah, and then one more player. And that's that's a pretty nasty team. Yeah, that's honestly that's like a four or five seed every year. Yeah, you know? they might be able to compete with a team like the Clippers. I mean, maybe even give the Lakers some trouble. I yeah. don't think they'll beat them. But no, I agree for sure. Um, Clippers are kind of just like I don't know. They're a weird team. To Treading me. water. Yeah, they're uh, they're just gonna sit there around the two to five seed and then uh, get into the playoffs and who knows what could happen. They, I mean, they're a very unpredictable playoff team. I agree with that. Yeah, because I mean, Kawhi, we've seen Kawhi take over games in the playoffs many times, and then I mean, he single handedly led. I mean, they had Kyle Lowry, but like. They were literally like, all right, DeMar DeRozan can't do this for us, so we're just going to go get Kawhi. And yeah. he, like, won the championship for them. That's so. what I'm saying. And then, I mean, theoretically, Paul George is a good player. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. He just needs to get over the hump in the playoffs. That's it. Yeah. You know? Maybe maybe he just needs Kawhi to take over, and then he'll be able to feed off of it. Yeah, like Kind of like what happened with Kyle Lowry, because Kyle Lowry always was notoriously not good in the playoffs, but then once Kawhi got there, he didn't have to do as much. Right. So he, he was more comfortable. I remember. I forgot about that. All the memes and everything. I would be like, he would almost. I think there were a few games he almost had zero points. Right? Yeah, they used or, to call it Lebronto because <laughs> he he would go there in the cat with the Cavs and Lebron um, every to, year. Yeah, and Toronto would always have like the number one seed in the East, and then Lebron would come in and just drop forty five every game and yeah. just be like, all right, see you guys next year. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I think that was only like four or five years ago. You know? <laughs> I know Demar Derozan and Kyle Lowry messing around in the locker room and stuff. I remember Demar still. I mean, the Spurs are eighteen and thirteen. They're five yeah. seed in the in the East. I mean, they're obviously probably the best coach team in the league, right yeah. up there with them. And then Demar's a good. He's just a great player. Yeah, I uh, I I saw a tweet. I don't I don't know if it was Lonnie Walker or De- Deontay Murray, but mm. one of the two were complaining about Demar Derozan not even being considered for an All Star because yeah. they were like, well, last year you said that he didn't make the playoffs, he wasn't in the playoffs, but this year he brought us, he's bringing his team to the playoffs, mm-hmm. and you're not even going to consider him. Yeah, that's that twenty points per game, um, seven point three assists, five rebounds. That's not bad at all. No, not at all. But I'm sure the, it's a decent percentage. The West is stacked too. So yeah, I I can see it. It's just you're shooting forty nine percent from the field. That's yeah, pretty exactly. Good. He because uh, a lot of his points are in the paint, but mm. it's still like it's still really good. I mean, you got to put some respect on his name eventually. I right. mean, he he's been a good player for a very long time. Ever since he came out of USC, he was he's been a great athlete. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's never been able to shoot that great, but he's been he just f- always found a way to score. Yep. Yeah, he's he's uh he's a very I mean. They have some good players on their team too, like you said, Murray. Uh, Aldridge is aging, but he's still he's still decent. Solid. They yeah. got Jakob Pertl, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know. A pop coach team is always going to be, yeah, pretty good. And they're always going to have fundamentally sound players that are always going to uh, do the right thing and make mm-hmm. the right pass. Like a Tony Parker. Like yeah, that's Manu. a perfect example. Yeah, both those guys. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but my pick is still the Lakers out of the West, to be honest. Um, if AD yeah, comes back, hundred percent. Me too. I I think there's just no denying the uh, number one and three best players in the league. Honestly, oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, let's see what else. A finals um, prediction for me. 
the East is just weird. I don't know because the Sixers haven't been able to get it done in the playoffs. Celtics have taken a step back. Bucks haven't been able to get it done either in the playoffs. You know, so I mean, for me, from the West, it's definitely the Lakers. But um, yeah, from I think the I East, have mine. if I oh, I'd say the Nets. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where mine was. It was Lakers Nets. I don't know why that slipped my mind, but yeah, um, I. I know the Nets aren't necessarily playing like the best team all the time, but uh, when when it comes down to it, I trust those three guys more than I trust a guy like Ben Simmons. Yeah, and then at the end of the day, I feel like, I mean, it, it is the regular season of a pro sport, but I feel like there's some games they just don't care. Yeah, like, they don't definitely. care if they lose. They're like they're all whatever. Like, They've all like they know there. how good they are. Yeah, so they, they've all been to a finals before. They all know that the regular season is kind of whatever. Yeah, with the experience that this team has, like just even obviously they haven't like all played together, but with other teams, like they've been there, done that. You know, there's no other team in the East that can really say that besides the Raptors, but they were carried by Kawhi. You know. Yeah, exactly. I I don't think Giannis is ever gonna win in the playoffs of that team. I've no. kind of preached that for a while because. Oh, yeah. Just because I I think he needs another superstar, but they mm. they kind of have used all their assets up on Holiday and Middleton. Mm. So which who aren't bad players by the way. No, they're good. But, yeah, for sure. But the spacing of the way Giannis plays is kind of tough, and that's that's the same thing I've said about Ben Simmons. So it's just hard for me to like see a situation where the teams don't focus in on them. It's kind of crazy that the Heat made the finals last year, and then this year they're sitting at like a little. They're one game out of or two games out of the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, they're like, under five hundred. What is what happened? I don't know, but I think they are. Uh, they could be an annoying team that uh, gets like the seventh, eighth seed, and then upsets a team like the Sixers. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, we saw that last year, right? They they played the Sixers and upset them. I believe so. So, yeah. What 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 seed? Because they didn't they? lose any players. I want to check really quick. The Heat. See. They were four to six. They were five seed. Yeah. The Sixers were a six seed. Oh, that's interesting. I thought they'd be higher than that, but. This year, yeah, they're they're probably gonna finish at that two three seed, and then they might they might play a team like the Heat, and if if the Heat wins, like like we said, don't be surprised. No, don't. Yeah, no way. Uh, I'd be surprised if a team like the Knicks wins a wins a game in the playoffs if they make it. Honestly. Yeah, there is just I mean they're they're a historic franchise, but yeah, I mean that roster has like no experience whatsoever in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. And then if the Celtics and Raptors play in the playoffs. I could easily see I could easily see the Raptors winning that game. Honestly. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the series. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, the Celtics people like to put up this, put the Celtics on a, like a pedestal a little bit, but mm-hmm. I really, I really don't. Honestly, I, I think there's no excuse for the way they've played this year. I think no, they should be a lot just, better. They've kind of shown that I don't know. They can be not that great of a team. No, that's what I'm saying. Like. They got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, both all stars, but their team isn't performing that great. Like, yeah, that was odd. Like, I don't know. They they need some more front court help, I believe. Mm-hmm. Ever since Horford left, they haven't really had much. Kemba Walker is he a? He's about twenty. He's a reserve, years. right or no? Reserve, uh, possibly. I'm not sure, but uh, either way, they for them if they did have three all-stars for them to only have an 18 and 17 record in yeah, the east is kind of crazy it's pretty pitiful to be honest yeah i mean like we're saying like we're saying it like they're the 11th seed but just for their expectations and what they should be as a team i feel like they should be sitting at like one or two you right know? oh it looks like kemba didn't make it 
Yeah, as he's, a reserve. He his numbers are about what it, they usually are, around twenty points per game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he eighteen eighteen point six. He's shooting thirty eight point nine from the field. Yeah, that's that's kind of been his issue a little bit some seasons, but mm-hmm. he's still, I don't know, he's still whatever. He's, he's, really st- good he's like the third option on the team, so which is kind of weird. Yeah, I it's because Tatum and Brown took steps up, but mm-hmm. I mean that's not a bad thing, I guess. Right. Yeah, maybe that's making him. Uh, not as in rhythm as he usually is because he's not taking the he's not the guy because he's been the guy's whole career with right. like the Hornets he was literally their only guy yeah Michael Kidd Gilchrist shooting like sideways so yeah his <laughs> I don't I don't know where you even learned that shooting form from but uh, that was definitely interesting <laughs> it it must have went in at some point in his life who's he their like that. who's their best player now Lamelo honestly or Ter- uh, or Terry Terry Rozier. Miles Bridges, I guess. I don't know. PJ Washington. Yeah. Lamelo like Lamelo Ball is going off though. Yeah, probably. Or Gordon Hayward. I forgot about him. Oh yeah, he's been doing good too. Yeah, what, they have a solid those team. Guys? Yeah, they're uh, not great. Not not a ton of experience, but um. Yeah, if Lamelo can uh, be the star that a lot of people think he can be, he can definitely jumpstart that franchise. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if I was them, I'd want to lose some more games just. So oh yeah, get yeah, another definitely. Piece. Yeah. Because. Imagine that series versus the Hornets and the uh, 76ers. I mean, what like what would that even be? I don't know, five I, games at best. Best case scenario <laughs> for the for the Hornets is winning one game in my yeah, eyes. I I don't know. I I can't uh, even Seth see Curry's the Hornets going off playoffs. a little bit this year too. Oh yeah, he's he might be the best. Th- it's like spot up three point shooter in the league this yeah. year. Like last year was Duncan Robinson. This year it's probably him. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that for sure. Yeah, and he's not even like a tall guy. He's like six two, I think. So. Oh, Seth, yeah, for sure. I mean, it just runs in the family, though, you know. Him yeah. and him and Steph are just two of the – I mean, Seth, eh, I guess saying one of the best three-point shooters of all time is kind of – I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like you can't say that, but, like, about I Seth? feel like if he, if he would have been a little more consistent at the beginning of his career, you yeah, know. Yeah, who knows. But I think – uh, I mean, if he does I, I, it, I think he's one of the best three-point shooters in the league right now. Oh yeah, I mean, if he does it for like six more years, then sure. But I guess he plays the type of game that he could play for a long time. It was just yeah, he. It just took him a while to come around for yeah, some reason. He's around thirty right now, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he could play till he's like thirty-six, I could see it. I mean, it, he just he kind of just sits in the corner and shoots threes for a living. So yeah. I mean, I I don't see why not. Outside of all right, say say something happens with Anthony Davis, like the Lakers, I don't really see them going that far in the playoffs without him. But if the Lakers aren't healthy going into the playoffs, I could see my second pick would be the Clippers for the finals. To be honest with you, I could see that for sure. I I think I would go Nuggets. Nuggets. Yeah, I. I it might be just because I want to see them there. I mm-hmm. feel like that would be dope. Like Nuggets. Oh Nets. yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be like that would be such a weird finals cuz Oh yeah, just seeing <laughs> those two teams in the NBA finals you're yeah. like what is happening? Like just seeing the two logos without seeing any of the players on either team yeah. would just be like whoa, what is happening? Like yeah. imagine seeing that in like 2014 just like <laughs> You're like you're you're joking, right? <laughs> Did Paul Pierce play that long? <laughs> yeah, right. K- KG Paul Pierce. Deron on the Williams. Oh, okay. all right, let's just uh, no more of that. <laughs> uh, on to some uh, college basketball. Yeah, yeah, college basketball. Um, some. Uh, how's your How did your Michigan team fare last night, Joe? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on a little bit of a Michigan tangent here. Okay. Uh, I think I I know Illinois didn't have IU IO 
however you say his name. Uh, I think Michigan was due for one of these games. They were what eighteen and one, I believe, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, they they've been playing great all season. Juwan Howard's coached all the all the boys up pretty good. I think. I think they'll. I think they'll recover. I think they needed some sort of adversity before the Big Ten tournament. Right. Honestly, because they really haven't been challenged much. Like I can't think of many games where they've been like, "Oh, Michigan, Michigan," you know. Like, uh, I I think I think Illinois is a great team. Like I don't think it was a tough. Like uh, they didn't lose to like Drake. I mean, I know Drake's good this year, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, they see, Michigan. They they lost by eighteen in Minnesota. Um. Who, that was their third loss of the season. I'm trying to see who else they lost to. Minnesota they lost to, and then... Yeah, I I don't know. I think they needed some sort of adversity. They've been kind of dominant most of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were the number two team, so I, I think it's all right. Illinois can have their win. I mean, they're, they've definitely, they're definitely a good team. It's definitely going to be a good game in the Big Ten Championship, but... Uh, it's just a tough conference. Big Ten's the best. In, uh, yeah, I mean, basketball. Michigan Michigan beat Ohio State. Michigan beat Wisconsin. Michigan beat Iowa. Yeah. So, like you said, they were due for one of these games. They're it's tried saying, and true. It's saying they have three losses, but it's only showing two. I think they only have two. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure it was only two. That's why I was confused. But the two games they lost, though, were by substantial amounts. I mean, yeah. I guess you could just say those are off nights. Every team has those. You know? Yeah, exactly, especially being college kids and not professional players. I mean, it happens. I mean, uh, Hunter Dickinson kind of didn't play very well last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kofi Kofi Coburn kind of got the best of him, but mm-hmm. it's all right. I mean, I don't know. They they had a uh, they had guys like Curbelo kind of play out of their element a little bit. I think right. I he's kind of inconsistent, especially as a freshman. So they just kind of caught a little bit of a spark there. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was kind of a I don't want to say a fluke game. They played well, but it's just you know. odd seeing like four big 10 teams in the top 10 like when's the last time has that ever happened honestly i don't think so i don't know uh, well it hasn't happened in a long time i would say uh i mean guys team i mean teams like michigan usually are pretty good mm-hmm. uh michigan teams, state yeah uh teams like illinois Dubai, though iowa um yeah. illinois a little bit of a sleep ohio state like top 10 that's i feel like that's a little unheard of yeah i know they when they haven't had many big recruits at all i mean d'angelo and, russell and greg odin yeah. that's all i can really think of honestly mm-hmm. uh i'm probably forgetting someone but that's i mean u of i wasn't this good since darren williams right when they made the yeah. um they made the final and they lost to duke i believe yep Speaking of Duke, I mean, what is, they're 10 and 11. They're in the first four <laughs> out. What's going on there? It's pretty crazy, honestly. This year has been, yeah, it's been crazy. Coach K is rated a chalk, a chalk the season, honestly. He was uh, he was early in the season, <laughs> I remember I know. that. He was making excuses for his team. I mean, come on, man. You got you to gotta rep Chicago better than that, Coach K. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can't what cop you? out like that. Completely copping <laughs> out. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I mean, it, I mean they were it's got to happen eventually right like Mm -hmm. they they just they've been at the top for so long like they've gotten all the best recruiting classes besides kentucky in the last like 10 years plus so kentucky this year eight and 15 uh yeah coach cal he came out and even said he's like i don't know why i scheduled um the 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 games this year so so hard because they have a very young team and (laughs) he like scheduled it so that they play some of the best teams they're eight and 15 seven and nine in conference i don't are they in position to make the tournament? I don't even no, know. No, I don't right? think so. But I mean, 
it's just a weird year. For yeah, college it is coaches, for sure. I think because it was Kansas is struggling too. It was a little, yeah, it was a little tough for them to uh, recruit. I guess mm-hmm. maybe uh, that's what I'm assuming at least. But it, I think most coaches are probably chalking this year up and just trying to focus on the next few years mm-hmm. and try to build their players up because a lot of kids are probably going to stay. Right. Just unless they have like first round potential, but there's only not that many guys like that. But yeah, it looks like Duke hasn't missed the tournament since. Um, maybe the eighties. That's what I, it's looking like. I mean, seem I too surprising because yeah. they were dominant all throughout the nineties and ever since. Yeah, they then, had like Leitner so. and then two thousands, twenty tens. That yeah, they've been dominant for as long as I can remember. So. Yeah, they had Jay Williams, I believe, too. Jay Williams, Shane Battier, <laughs> JJ Reddick, Sheldon Williams. Yeah, Shane Battier haunts my dreams. So <laughs> I hate I hate hearing his name just because of those Heat days. Oh yeah, yeah. As a Bulls <laughs> fan, uh, those Heat days were were. Um, I don't know. We gave them a run for their money a few times, but um, yeah, LeBron James. They always had our sort number. of ruined my childhood. He terrorized my city, but it's all right. It happens, but. Uh, Second best player of all time. Like, what do you expect? You know. Yeah, the Bulls will rule the next ten. It's all right. Hopefully, hopefully we see that. Um, another good point to make. I mean, Gonzaga is clearly the best team in basketball this yeah. year. They're just like a well-oiled machine. I really think the close second is Baylor, though, by mm-hmm. far. I I really I really like their team a lot. Mm-hmm. I I think uh, they they just won the Big Twelve yesterday. Actually, yep. the first time in seventy years was it? Really? Yeah. Oh my god! It's actually ridiculous to hear, right? But because they're like they're they're always ranked. I feel notoriously like good. Yeah, yeah. but right. wow. Well, when you have like who? I mean, who usually wins? Like Kansas, Kansas. Um, I mean Oklahoma. I guess mm-hmm. like I don't know if they won the Trey Young. No, nah, probably not. Uh, yeah, but usually Kansas. Yeah, uh, that's actually crazy because like I said, they always have a pretty decent basketball team. Yeah, they're they're always in the in the running. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Baylor's a good Baylor usually has good sports programs too. It's it's pretty crazy. Seventy years, like. Yeah, that is very unheard of. I don't know. Good for them though. Uh, they, yeah, for sure. They're they, very. I mean, they have one loss, and that's to who Gonzaga, right? I believe so. They had a yeah. They had a really close game against uh, six ranked West Virginia yesterday to seal it. That was a it was a great game, honestly. Yeah, I watched that Some game too. Some questionable calls at the at the end. Oh yeah, from the refs <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But uh, I mean, they they pulled it out. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're thir- How did Michigan? I wonder how they got ahead of them in the rankings. I don't know. They both had the same record, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I maybe it's probably from beating a couple of really. Top yeah, there. exactly. I was about to say the same thing. But um, yeah, I think. I think Michigan will be all right. I think Baylor definitely be all right, obviously, because that was their first overtime game of the season yesterday, so mm-hmm. they kind of needed something like that to be able to know how it feels, you know, because right. there's probably – I'm assuming there's young players on the team that definitely needed that sort of experience, especially mm-hmm. in college basketball when yeah. the crunch time of the season's coming up. I'm trying to see – I, w- I want to make sure that Baylor's only loss was – I don't know who I I'm pretty sure it probably was Gonzaga, but I know they only have one loss for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I Oh Kansas, they lost to. That's what it was? Okay. And they're ranked thirteenth in the I mean they're a good team. That's not a bad loss at all. Yeah. And that was their second to last game that they played. Okay, okay. So yeah, I mean I don't know why I thought it was Gonzaga, but it's just 
who do you who do you think is a good bet to make it to the championship game? I want. I'd say Gonzaga. Honest. Just one team, okay. Yeah, Gonzaga for sure. I I mean, we always see a team like when Kentucky was undefeated. Uh, they lost. I wonder if there's any bad blood between Frank Kaminsky and Devin Booker because they faced off in the uh, <laughs> in the Final Four. And, I didn't even think about that. And Wisconsin ruined their perfect season. They were two games away from having it's a crazy. perfect season. That that Kentucky team was absolutely nasty. Yeah, it's insane. They had Devin Booker, Justice um, Winslow, Justice Winslow, Willie Cauley Stein. Was it? Tr- Ray Lyles, or was he on Duke? Trey Lyles. Was that Tyler Eulis was on that team or no? I believe, yeah. yeah. They had, like, five first-round picks, which was just insane. Um, Yeah, but, like, a team like Gonzaga, I don't know. I just feel like this is their year, you know? Yeah. I, I, my biased pick would be Michigan, okay. honestly. But... There, I mean, Jawan Howard at coach. I feel like that's very underappreciated. Yeah, he's he's definitely done a great job, and he's he's gonna be. I mean, it, he hasn't been coached long enough for it to completely show yet. But I think he's gonna be a great recruiter. Mm-hmm. Like I think he can really uh, relate to these players. Yeah, I think he can really uh, like convince. He can be he can be a good a good recruiter. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say. Gonzaga, yeah, twenty nineteen Elite Eight. They're they made the tournament or the they made the championship in 2017. I think that was the year they lost to Villanova. Uh-huh. But um yeah, they're getting right there and and I feel like this is their year. I don't know if they're gonna how many more regular season games do they even have? Mm-hmm. I honestly may pick Illinois to win it all or to make the final. I don't I don't know if I can say final, but I mm-hmm. think they can make the Elite 8 and see what happens i just don't know how much experience they have off the bench that's right. what scares me right because a lot of teams a lot of these teams like gonzaga have like juniors and seniors coming off the bench mm. who have played in these big games oh yeah they have a ton of experience exactly but illinois what what experience are these older guys gonna have that's a very good point to make and they have some freshmen like Curbelo off the bench like like all it takes is for a few stupid turnovers in a big game and then it's over with, you know? Yeah, Loyola's been making a little run lately too. Oh they're, yeah. They're twenty one and four, twentieth in the country, and they still have two players from that final four team, so uh, honestly I could see them kinda going on another run. Yeah. They, surprising some people. They have some great coaching. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh what's her name? Uh the <laughs> Sister Jean. Sister Jean, yeah, yeah, Sister Jean. Yeah. That would be crazy if they go on another run though, because that was like they almost they were beating Michigan for a half in yeah. the final four. Like that was <laughs> insane. And uh Northwestern is probably on the other side of the spectrum from these teams. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't They were um I forgot it was a few years back when they went on a run, right? In the yeah. um in the tournament. Yeah, but they haven't uh they have their better days are uh, behind them. But oh, yeah. they're uh they'll they'll be all right in a few years, I think. I think they probably need a coaching change. Seven and fourteen, yeah, that's not great. Yeah. I mean second to last in the Big Ten. Yeah, who's last? Um I think Nebraska's last. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're um at just I feel like as an athletic program they just took a step in the wrong direction somewhere along the line, you know. Who, Nebraska or yeah. Northwestern? Nebraska Nebraska. Oh yeah. They're uh I mean, the wrestling program's good. Mm-hmm. They it. used to be elite at football, like yeah. very elite, but I don't know what happened to that either. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it just takes one wrong coaching decision and then things go downhill. For sure. Um, <sighs> yeah, so for college basketball, I mean, 
I'd say the clear-cut favorite is Gonzaga, but with March Madness, you never truly know what's going to happen. Yep. Uh, let's move on to some UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up... This is Saturday, the, right? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Israel Adesanya fight. Uh, he's moving up to light heavyweight to fight Jan Blachowicz. Um, Hard-hitting <laughs> hard Polish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think... I think honestly, Adesanya is probably in a different class. Yeah. But uh, some, some I don't even know what to call it. Kind of news. Uh, Israel is staying at 190 for the fight when the limit is 205 for uh, light heavy. Yeah, I think it was specifically 193, and and Jan's going to yeah. be right around that 205. Um, I feel like that that might. I don't even think that's going to come back to haunt Adesanya. I think that's going to that's going to help him out cuz he's going to maintain like some speed over Jan. He's already a faster fighter than him, but um I don't know. Yeah. I think uh I think Israel's definitely going to just outclass him. Mm-hmm. And uh I mean, I'd say he's pound for pound one of the best fighters in the world right now, Adesanya, you know. Yeah. I I think uh he definitely is probably top four top three top three i'd say yeah you put him put him right there with khabib and john jones yeah i i'd say so i think he's a little behind those guys but Mm -hmm. i think he's definitely like in the conversation yeah uh he is ducking down john jones though he's like two more years two more years (laughs) yeah as john jones is aging but it's all right i think john jones still win anyway but unless some sort of injury happens Mm -hmm. but I think Israel is kind of one of those guys that you either you either love him or you hate him. Yeah, he's honestly. he's like a, he's almost like a counter type, just like with his image in the sport, you know. And he's yeah. he's bringing a lot of eyes. Like he's definitely one of the biggest names in in the oh, MMA yeah. world right Cause now. Because he he goes viral quite quite a lot with his tweets and mm-hmm. stuff like that, attacking oh, yeah. guys or like saying trash talking and all that stuff. And I love seeing. Uh, I think it was on Joe Rogan. He's like, I will die in the ring like that. <laughs> That that fires me up, man. You know yeah. that that makes people want to watch you. Um, yeah, uh, Blahovich is uh, he's a hard hitter, but I feel like that's that's all he has on Adesanya. Adesanya's yeah. got everything else. Um, like I said, staying a little lighter that's gonna that's gonna help him keep a lot of his speed. Um, DC was saying that uh, like if if he gets, I think it was DC. He's like if he gets hit by Yanni, better watch out. But I don't know. Adesanya's kind of proven yeah. he, he is a very unique style of fighting um he just he's not gonna go after somebody right away if he doesn't have to you know he's kind of just gonna control the pace of the fight definitely and then uh we also have some very good fights also like in the uh, co-main event mm-hmm. uh amanda nunez is uh <laughs> well i she's fighting megan anderson and amanda nunez is uh not one to play with no. i would say no. uh Megan Anderson is definitely in for a tough one. Um, I mean, she there is a chance for an upset. I'm never gonna say like Always. she's winning yeah. guaranteed, but Amanda is on a different level right now. Like, yeah, she she might be the most dominant girl fighter I've ever seen, honestly. Yeah, in the history of MMA and UFC yeah, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. I it's gonna be tough for her to lose. Honestly, she, she beat Ronda right, and that was Ronda's last fight, I believe, right? Uh, it was against Amanda Nunez. I'm not sure, but. She fought. Check that really she quick. fought a uh, Chris Cyborg, who's also one of the most dominant fighters of all time, mm-hmm. and uh, it kind of just dominated her. Yeah. And she and that was after Cyborg dominated the sport for a while too. So it's like, what do you like? Like I don't know. Yeah, that was Ronda Rousey's last fight. She won in 48 seconds. Yeah. Beat Holly Holm, who beat 
Ronda Rousey. Um, yeah, Chris Cyborg. I mean, she's she had four losses early in her career, but ever since then, I mean, she kind of figured something out, and uh, it's yeah. kind of kind of scary, honestly. I don't know many people that would want to step in the ring with her, honestly. At this no, point. her last two fights have been decision, but like she still has that knockout capability. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and. With female fighters, uh, not many of them really have much like pure knockout ability. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like first round knockout ability, like fresh, fresh energy. You know? But if I mean Nunez, like you said, one of the best, if not the best, female UFC fighter of all time. Yeah, this is a yeah, this is definitely a great card because of uh, there's three title fights in it. I mean, not there's not many UFC fights where you can say there's three title mm-hmm. fights. I'm yeah. really looking forward to Adesanya though. Uh, yeah, that's, that's gonna be that's gonna be great. Exactly, and then there's a there's a stud fighter like Peter Yan who is probably the closest title fight with Aljamain Sterling. Mm. I I, prob- I don't think I said that right, but I just I can't say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a bantamweight fight. I I do like Peter Yan to win the fight, but you never know. Uh, all it, all it takes is uh one tough round. This is uh, Adesanya's first fight at light heavyweight, correct? I believe so. He's okay. uh, going for. Uh, Jan's belt. Yeah, he's going for double belts, right? Yep. Okay. Second guy ever. Connor definitely, Connor definitely started that wave. Yeah, I mean, who knows though? Yeah, maybe, maybe Jan defends it. I mean, mm-hmm. that would, that would be uh definitely, definitely a headline. I mean, I'm not gonna count Jan out. I mean, he's, he's only a slight underdog in terms of betting odds. So right. obviously Vegas thinks that uh, he's no slouch. So, I mean, who knows? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe Israel gets upset. Yeah, that would be something for sure. <laughs> John Jones is, let's see, he's fighting at what? What's his like? Um, what does he usually fight at? Mm-hmm. He usually fights at light heavyweight. Light but heavyweight. he's moving up to heavyweight though, right? Uh, yeah. Or talking about rumor, it? Yeah, rumored. Uh, okay. He's uh, he's also posted like pictures and videos of him bulking up pretty pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I mean, but he could definitely move up or down as much as he wanted, just right. because he's John Jones and he's an animal. So yeah, he's. I mean. Safe to say, best UFC fighter of all time. Yeah, I believe so. I'd say that for sure. Pound for pound, yes. I mean, if he didn't have all those uh, suspensions and charges. And I mean, his only stuff. loss was because he beat a guy too badly with the yeah. illegal elbows. You know, <laughs> like just seeing yeah. that one loss, it makes me mad because he did not lose that fight. Yeah, I know it's it's pretty ridiculous, but I mean, it's his own fault. So you can't yeah, really I've, on Rogue on Joe Rogan, I forgot who they were talking about. There was one fight where like he looked kind of sloppy in. And he took yeah. it the distance. He's like, he's like, yeah, I was just doing coke like a week before this fight and <laughs> stayed up for 24 hours. Yeah, he's uh He had a ritual of uh, every time he fought, like one week, he would completely black out before, like the weekend <laughs> before, he would just completely black out. Yeah, a week I could see it. Uh, he's kind of a different breed compared to other people. It, he reminds me of like a Dennis Rodman type of guy, you know? Yeah, he uh, he's just such a freak athlete that he probably could go out there without training and beat. 60% of UFC fighters. Yeah. I mean, like maybe more. Maybe more than that, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, he wouldn't beat, like, the, the best of the best, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I know his last fight with Dominic Reyes was pretty close, pretty questionable call. But I I still think he's the GOAT. I yeah, mean, no doubt. I agree with you. Um, Yeah, it's going to be... St- I think Adesanya is going to... I mean, he could easily dominate this fight. But, you know, 
first first fight in light heavyweight, nothing's guaranteed. Yeah, Jan Blachowicz could definitely overwhelm him with his mm-hmm. strength. Who knows? For sure. Because he's definitely going to have size on him, so maybe he could play that to his advantage. Who knows what his game plan is? Right. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a great card, like you said, though. Three title fights, right? Yeah, can't wait to watch that one. Same. Um, Anything else we should talk about? I uh, think we're good, right? I think I'm good. Yep. Uh, yeah, these next couple of weeks with uh, spring training and everything, um, NFL free agency coming up relatively soon. Uh, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of big moves, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely going to be more uh, in-depth spring, spring training uh, stuff to talk about within the next week or so. For sure. Uh, just with like what players are standing out, what players are struggling. Getting the lineup kind of closer to starting day, uh, yeah. opening day, I should say. Yeah. Um, uh, if any players could have a chance to break through or anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, how the NBA standings shake out. Uh, See if the Hawks can continue to be as good as they have been. Yep. Whether Deshaun Watson's on the Bears or Russell Wilson's on the Bears. Yeah, it's gonna be you. It's gonna be one of those two, though. So yeah, definitely. Come, come open. It's definitely not gonna be Nick Foles. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this has been another episode of the Glacier Guys. You could find these episodes on the library's YouTube and um, SoundCloud pages. There will also be a link posted on the Glacier. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace.